Hey there, what's happening? Yep, this is Larry Hunter, 5-Minute Inspirations, and I bet I thank God for you taking an opportunity to listen into the program today. It's been a little while because we've been traveling and we are getting over the final phases of jet lag now. We're back home, okay? And, uh, I mean, our home is Thailand, so we're back home. But, woo, we just jumped into the future by 12 hours, you know, and we're just still trying to get adjusted. Morning time here, night time there. I know, okay, I get it. But still, the body is taking a little bit of time to kick in gear and fire on all cylinders. Anyway, I had a thought the other day, and I want to share with you. i like to challenge you uh, to reach for more. Of course, I want to inspire you through my podcast, but I was reading the story the other day, and something jumped out at me, and I want to just uh, ask you the same question that I challenged myself with. I'm going to go to Acts chapter 5. Acts chapter 5, I'm going to read verses 36 through 42, okay? Acts chapter 5, verses, <coughs> excuse me, verses 36 through 42. <coughs> I'm going to read out of the English Standard Version. Now, there was in Joppa a disciple named Tabitha, which translated means Dorcas. She was full of good works and acts of charity. In those days, she became ill and died. And when they had waited, I mean, when they had washed her, they laid her in an upper room. Since Lydda was near Joppa, the disciples, hearing that Peter was there, sent two men to him, urging him, Please come to us without delay. Verse 39. So Peter rose and went with them, and when he arrived, they took him to the upper room. All the widows stood beside him, weeping and showing tunics and other garments that Dorcas had made while she was with them. But Peter put them all outside and knelt down and prayed and turned to the body, or turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes. And when she saw Peter, she sat up. And he gave her his hand and raised her up. Then, calling the saints and widows, he presented her alive. And it became known throughout all Joppa. And many believed in the Lord. Okay? Now, I want to show you something that you might not have considered in that story. Usually when we look at the story, we think about, wow, look at how mightily God used Peter to raise somebody from the dead. And that is a mighty miracle that took place in there. But I want to show you something else, too. I want to show you and ask you a question. Check this out, what it says in verse uh, 36. As it is describing Dorcas, you know, it's Tabitha. It says, Dorcas, this woman was full of good works and alms deeds, which she did. Now, you're going down here. Peter gets to the house. And then what does he see? He sees a lot of the widows and other people crying and showing the tunics and the other garments that Dorcas made while she was with them. In other words, Dorcas was being a regular blessing, wasn't she? She was being a regular blessing. So, you know, if we think about what, if somebody said, hey, did you hear what, about what happened uh, uh, to Dorcas? And somebody say, uh, who's Dorcas? Uh, you know, the lady, that, the, the lady that makes clothes and gives them away and, and just, she's always giving something to people and, and the lady who's, boy, she is good at what she does or what she did. Know who you're talking about? You're talking about Tabitha. You, yeah, you're talking about Tabitha. Okay, so what I'm saying is this, or what I'm asking you is this: what, uh, what are people saying about you? See, Dorcas, basically, she was known for her. Well, I'm sure she was a, a very skilled seamstress, what she did, and also for her almsgiving. 
to the point that even when when the people came to the to the funeral or to the wake, I forget which one it was, they just had stuff that she had made for them. In other words, they were showing evidence of how Dorcas, you know, Dorcas and Tabitha, the same person, right? Okay, I'm just going back and forth with each one of them, same person. They were showing the evidence of how Dorcas had blessed their lives. They were showing the influence that Dorcas had upon their lives. It's like they came to the, let's call it the wake, okay? They came to the wake, and then they brought stuff that Dorcas had made. In other words, Dorcas had enriched their lives. I want to challenge you and ask you, what, um, let's see, what are you known for? What are you known for? In other words, if somebody thinks of you or if somebody calls your name to another, what do they think of when they think about you? Hmm? Oh, yeah, that's the sister that, that's the sister that, that what? Oh, yeah, that's the brother. That's the brother. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. That's the brother that, what? In other words, what are you known for? I want to encourage you today, as I'm, as I'm talking to myself as well, I want to encourage you to, to, to consider what it is that people think about when they think about you. And do they, is it a clear something that they think about? I'll say this. If you're caught up in trying to be like somebody else, then you're not, you, your authentic self has not shown up yet. The person that God made you to be hadn't even really come on the scene yet. So when people think about you, they don't really have a clear thought. They don't really, because, I mean, you know, you change. You, you're one way with one group of people, or you're trying to be somebody that you're not. And, okay, God made you specifically to, to, to bear fruit, and he created you in a certain way so that there's something He's put grace upon you to enable you to do something and to do it well. I want to encourage you to begin to search. If you're not, if, if you think into yourself, kind of imagine and would think, well, if somebody mentioned my name in a crowd, uh, I don't know what the people would actually say about me, you know, what I'm, what I'm known for. Then I want to encourage you to begin to pursue God and to find out what is the giftedness that God has placed within you and then to be about it. You hear what I'm saying? Hmm? I mean, I'm serious. Like, let me see. Let's think. Let's think. What if I said <laughs> Billy Graham? Billy Graham. Okay, I know he's a preacher and everything. I'm not saying you got to be a preacher and everything. Every, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying when I think, when, when I mention Billy Graham's name, let me ask you this. Do you think of something particular about him? Or do you just think, oh, let me see here. I think he's a Christian. Let me see. I don't, I don't. No. When you think of Billy Graham, you think about souls being saved, right? When you think about Billy Graham, you think about the, the big crusades and people getting healed and people coming to Jesus and everything. Because that's how God used him mightily. He was operating in his grace. Okay, let's do somebody else. Um, gosh, I wish I could hear you so that you could help me to think of another example. Let's use somebody who's not even a Christian. When you think about, uh, Lord, Lord, let's see. Mm. Mm. Okay, when you think about Steve Harvey, 
What do you think about? When you think about Oprah Winfrey, what do you think about? <laughs> when you think about Ellen, Ellen Degenerate, DeGeneres, what do you think about? Oh, okay, well, those are, well, you know, for example, Ellen DeGenerate, DeGeneres. Oh, that's right. That's that talk. She has a talk show. Yeah. Hey, she 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 has some good programs, and I remember a particular program where she had a guest on the show, and she the, the guest talked about so and so and so, and that's exactly what I was going through, and that really gave me some insight. Okay. So now, when I mention your name, what should I think about? The Word of God says in let me see in First Peter chapter four and verse ten. Every as as every man has received the gift, so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Let me read that again to you. This is King James Version, actually. First Peter chapter four, verse ten. As every man has received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. See, God has given to each one of us a grace. He has given to us something. He has graced us. He has given to us an ability to do a certain thing and to do it well. And that, that doing that certain thing would enrich the lives of other people, would be a blessing to other people. If you don't know what yours is, I want you to seek God for that, okay? So that your life makes a difference in the lives of others instead of being a, a wandering generality as you go through life, you know, you... You're over here for one minute. You're over there for another minute. Yes, you know. And if somebody asked, t t tell me about, tell me about Bob. Well, they couldn't even really. Well, yeah. Well, let me see here. What can I say about him? Um, I think that he. Um, I, well, let me see. I'm not sure, but I remember that he said. Um, what do people? What do people see when they see you? And I'm not finding the words like I really want to find, but I do have it on my heart when I'm trying to get through to you. Is the fact that. God has given you a grace, and I want to encourage you to discover what your grace is and to be about it, okay? What is it that God has given you that you can do, and I want you to, to dedicate that thing to the Lord and allow him to use you. See, the end result is that it brings blessings to others, and it brings glory to God, okay? There's a scripture in Philippians. I think it's Philippians chapter 1. Philippians chapter 1, let me see what verse it is. Let it, well, let me tell you what it says. It says, let every man look not on his own things, but also on the things of another. Okay? Ah, Lord, I wish I could. Ooh. Okay. So basically what he's saying, don't just, I'm not saying you're doing this. I'm just saying what the word of God is saying, and I'm encouraging you certainly don't do this. Don't just look at your own things. Look at your life in terms of how, can you, how, how you can be a blessing to another, how you can be a blessing to other people. And God has given you a grace. He's given you something on the inside of you an ability that you can flow in if you connect with it and you, tr you you give it over to him, you'll flow in it and you'll end up being a blessing to a lot of people. And that's what God wants. Again, look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of another. Oh, okay, here it is. Let me read it for you. Philippians chapter 2 and... Uh, I think I'm going to read verses 1 through 4 just because I, <laughs> the word of God is so good. Here we go. Philippians chapter 2 verse 1. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, 
Fulfill ye my joy that you be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be, th let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves. Verse 4. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of another. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven, and things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Okay, so I read actually through verse 11. This is Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 11, because it just gets so good to you. The Word of God just gets so good to you. You can't quite cut it off, you know. But the point that I'm making, I'm going to wrap it up now, is I'm, I'm challenging you by asking you the question, uh, how, do we, how do we frame up the question? Um, what do you, gosh, let me see how we can, uh, <laughs> like I said, this jet lag ain't no joke. What I'm trying to say is, what do you bring to the table or what do people say about you? What are they saying about you? What are they saying about you? And I ask you that in the sense of, are you, what are you known for? That's what, that's the question. Y'all please forgive me. Okay. I'll be, I won't be so scatterbrained the next time we have a podcast. Okay. <laughs> I make that promise to you. What are you known for? When people mention your name or when people think about you, do they have a definite something that they think about? Or is it just really fuzzy? And if it's really fuzzy, it might be the case that you never have yet tapped into the grace that God has placed upon your life to be a blessing. And again, I'll close in saying that the grace is not for you. The grace is for God to flow through you to enrich the lives of other people. Got me? Again, Philippians chapter 2, verse 4. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. So when you allow God to flow through you and bring blessing to other people, that brings glory to God too. Okay? Woo, Lordy. Y'all pray for me, okay? I'm praying for you. And pray for me too, because we're, we're back in the saddle here. And we're getting everything worked out. And we're going to be moving full steam ahead with the plan of God for us here in Thailand. This is Larry Hunter, 5-Minute Inspirations. I thank God and I thank you for giving me this opportunity to share with you words that encourage and thoughts that inspire. See you next time now. Bye-bye.